Hi everyone and welcome back to Tokyo on Fire. Today is Inside Baseball where we get into the nitty-gritty of certain topical issues. Today we're going to talk about the Prime Minister's new cabinet. He reshuffled less than a week ago. He packed in six brand new ministers with portfolio and the rest are seasoned politicians. Michael Chuchek, you've been watching this too. I was really fascinated by the process and also by the eventual outcome of this. Mm -hmm. It really didn't go the way I thought it would and I have to say he did a pretty good job. The numbers kicked up. His approval rating shot up, what, six points, five points? It, it depends on the poll in which you, you, you look at. The ones that were taken just after the new cabinet was announced saw jumps up to nine points in, in terms of the popularity of the cabinet. Mm -hmm. The ones taken later in the weekend, uh, sort of there, there was the, the euphoria had already started to die down, right. uh, possibly because of Esaki uh, Tetsuma's gaffe over the weekend about... Uh, what he would and would not do as a cabinet member. But we can get into him later. Right. In, overall, it's an interesting mix of, of folks. It's unfortunately really male. There mm -hmm. were only two women in the cabinet, and this this push for womanomics, for this pushing women, or this, the shine initiative, letting women shine, it's not reflected in the numbers. He did put in a, his, a very prominent female critic of his, Noda Seiko, in a big uh, ministry that uh, formerly was held by a woman, uh, Takaichi Sarae. It's now headed, the, the Ministry of General Affairs is now headed by not an ally of the Prime Minister, but basically a rival. The, the only person who even dared run against him the last time he was up for presidency of the LDP. Right. Uh, so it's an, going to be interesting there because that's the ministry that's in charge of local administration mm -hmm. and makes sure that the, the yen goes out to all of the, the municipalities and the, the prefectures. That, that's a really powerful position and to have a non-ally there is a really interesting choice on the part of the right. PM. To be clear, I mean, to our viewers as well, we don't have a, really a horse in this race. We, we're not clamoring to see the prime minister fall. We're not you know, supporting him and he's, he should be our guy to go with. We're we don't go either way on we're that. We're observers and, and this is keenly interesting for us. We don't want to see the government fail. We don't want to see the prime minister fail because the economy is so closely intertwined with what's going on in Nagata-cho. Oh, not only just the economy, but just the, Japan's place in the world. That it's a well-governed country is really of great interest mm -hmm. to us. I, for, in terms of governing, I think the really big change will be in a ministry that very few people have been talking about, which is the Health, Labor, and Welfare Ministry. Under Shiozaki Yasushisa, a f again, a friend of Abe, it was neither here nor there, but it's a huge ministry. It, it controls one-third of the entire budget, and it controls the world's largest pension fund. It is an immensely important place, and thank goodness and gosh darn it, Abe put in Kato Katsunobu, the guy who was running the 100 million right. uh, uh, initiative, put him in there. He's, he has, knows everything and anything having to do with the social issues about women working, the, so, the issues of how pensions get worked into all this, of work-life balance. All of these issues will be in, in, in the hands of someone who is immensely competent, a former, a former bureaucrat who then switched over to the politician side, I'm seeing a great lot solution. of, it's, that's gonna be a great position and they, there'll be no chance of any embarrassment coming out of there. One of the things that Mr. Suga, Chief Cabinet Secretary, has obviously told everybody is you watch your P's and Q's. 
there's no scandals, there's no sleeping around, there's no, you know, slips of the tongue. He was probably looking at the finance minister as he, he was saying that. Oh, so, well, slips of the tongue are Taro Aso's stock and trade. He, he's, he's there oftentimes for comic relief. But right. I think that he, even he's going to get a message that if we're going to keep this ball rolling, which given the fact that he now controls the second largest faction, he may or may not want to do. Right. And we have to talk about how the factions fared in mm -hmm. all of this. I tend to look at this cabinet reshuffle as the bribery uh, reshuffle. Because the, there are so many people waiting for their turn, right? That's right. There are so many people who are waiting for their turn, and yet they kept it down to six newcomers. Right. And there are 10 times as many members of the diet who are eligible You're right. to there come are, in. At least 60, they they right. said, that's it. You get your slice of one third of right. the seats, but everything else is going to go out. The rest out. of you guys, you wait. You we'll wait. do it again. We'll do it again sometime. Who knows? Uh, instead, they put in veterans who have been many times <clears throat> in different positions mm -hmm. to fill out these posts and to absolutely, there will be no more embarrassment. We want stability. We don't want surprise. We want to keep this machine going, and we need to get those cabinet approval ratings up. And the reason why I call it bribery is because the, the uh, faction that made out with the biggest slice is the Kishida, Kishida faction, which like is supposedly the faction that is preparing for a takeover mm -hmm. uh, from the Sewa Kai. And what Abe has brilliantly done is say, look, stick with me and you'll get more cabinet positions than if your guy was prime minister. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure they, they've done the math. They right. say, yes, that's right. If, Kishida were PM, we couldn't take as many cabinet seats. Right. But we've done, we've, we've cleared <clears throat> out. And Aso's faction got three, which is, a considering that it's the number two faction in terms of numbers, that it only got three seats is, is, a, is a bit of a, a shortfall. But right. it's indicating that there are all kinds of balancing acts and that Abe took those into account and did not put forward his own faction's mm -hmm. interests. They, he, he pulled way back on the numbers of, from his own faction, did not put in his friends. Yeah. He pulled his friends out for the most part. Mm -hmm. And so we have a cabinet of, of competent folks for this period of time that's stretching all the way until next September when Abe comes up for re-election right. as president of the LDP. Oh, Kometo got one. Oh, well, Kometo always gets one. It used to love to have the health and welfare. Uh, ministry, but it shifted over to infrastructure, why they would want to have direct control over hundreds of contractors and subcontractors, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I have no idea why they would ever want to be in charge of passing money around the country. Uh, but there they have it. They're Isn't back. that where Tanaka got his start? Uh, uh, Let's, the construction industry. But in this case, it, it's been merged with... Emlet <clears throat> is now a whole bunch of things, including tourism. Mm -hmm. uh, so that that's their ministry and they've hung on to it, which means that the national Kometo LDP relationship is it's, still there, right. uh, which is very important for understanding what Abe's other problem, aside from the faction leaders and the, the moves by Kishida within his party, but that person who's outside it, Koike. Right. Koike Yuriko and her party, which has just established its national... It just, this morning it this was morning announced. This morning they announced, um, I think it's Nippon. Nippon first. Nippon first association, no kai. Uh, when they get to the, uh, all the way up to a party, they'll change it to, to the party 
but uh, they started there. But that crank is, is starting to turn, isn't it? And he's looking at that and saying, okay, how do I deal with them? Mm -hmm. And the most important job one is keeping the Komeito close on the national level. And it seems as though that relationship is solid. Right. What are the surprises that we can look forward to? Are there any blips in the cabinet lineup? And this is, I'm sorry, a loaded question, I apologize. But is there anybody in there that maybe is a favorite target as this guy is going to be the first one to screw up? I, I, the one that everyone talked about and they found a way to target him over the weekend yeah, it, Here, kitty, it kitty. is Esaki is Tetsuma. He, okay, it looks suspicious. He's been in politics forever, but didn't get his start in politics. Dad wouldn't let him be his own uh, secretary. At first, he had to be the secretary, the personal secretary, for about a decade for the head of the Shorin Kempo. How about Sh that? Shorinji Kempo Association, the guy who founded Shorinji Kempo. Uh, so he has a weird resume. And he's 73, and it's the first time he's up for a prime for a, a, a cabinet spot. And everyone's saying, "This one's the, this one's the corker." Mm -hmm. <laughs> and over the weekend, he wanted to reassure supporters that he would not embarrass them. So he embarrassed them. He said, "I will avoid embarrassment by simply reading what it is that the bureaucrats tell me to say." You're my man. <laughs> <laughs> the news media yeah, jumped the, on that. Jumped on that. They, it's on the front pages everywhere because if you if they don't need a politician right. in the prime in the cabinet seat, mm -hmm. if that person doesn't have anything right. to say to the bureaucrats, yeah. they could just have the bureaucrats appear. What's the point of having a, a, a minister? Well, I think that just reveals what the terror is at that level. You know, don't go out on a limb. Don't express your own your own ideas on on issues you know rely on the the bureaucrats to you know spoon feed well it also has to do with the recent history with matsuno at education with inada right. at, at defense talking off the top of their heads and saying mm. whatever and then mm. having to retract what they say he was saying that i will be careful but he said it in such a way Okay, they, everyone was, was, had their radar on for him and we're just waiting for him to say something that wasn't the least bit questionable. So he, he was not going to get the benefit of the doubt, mm -hmm. and he didn't. Uh, but beyond that, it's really hard to see who's going to be uh, a, a screw-up. There are, even among the neophytes, the neophytes, for example, uh, there's the, the new minister of the environment. He's 70. It's his first ministerial post. Uh-oh, no, no uh-oh. He was the top bureaucrat in the environment ministry when he retired. He was, he was the Jimuji Kang. And so he's just going back to his own ministry. He knows it backwards and right. forwards. Oh, there's a young guy over at ag uh, and, uh, and over at Saisa. No, 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 no. Agriculture, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah. Norincha. Yeah, the Norincha. No, there are, he's a former bureaucrat mm -hmm. there too. So that, that, there's really very, very little of the Friends of Abe effect that we saw in the previous cabinet that turned out in the end to be his downfall. Michael, since this is inside baseball, let's, let's talk a little bit about this more broadly. When the cabinet is reshuffled, it's not just the cabinet. There are, there are vice ministerial positions and there are also positions within the party, within the LDP, that also change in lockstep 
with this change. So first they have the cabinet reshuffle, and all of these discussions have been going on. And I think uh, they were still horse trading throughout Thursday because it took a long time for them to finally announce, and they kind of trickled out who the the appointments were were for uh, various cabinet seats. But then we had to wait three more days or two more days for the LDP positions and the, the sub. Yeah, that was a really positions. weird. Uh, very, very difficult to understand and quite new mm -hmm. uh, order of, of action where we basically knew what the cabinet was before it was announced, which is there's always a desire to have a surprise, mm -hmm. a, a surpri surprise jinji, as they say. No surprise jinji, no surprises at all. The things that everybody it knew trickled out over, the, uh, right. over the, the period of time up to the cabinet announcement. There was nothing that was contrary to what had been le leaked before. The, but the secretariat, however, was not discussed. The one idea, I mean, it was not clear that Kishida was moving out right. until very, very late and that he would be moving into the very, very interesting point position of being the Policy Research <clears throat> Council chairman. But that also, also that Hosoda, the faction leader of Mr. Abe, would be pulled out of the Sonbukai and instead Takeshita would be put right. in. That switch uh, of pulling out of the Sewakai from having control over the general council, that is a big sacrifice, I think. Right. And it, it, it should be noted that, right. the, that that's going to have ripple effects for the finance community because Hosoda, of course, was Mr. Point Man right. for the casino bills. Mm -hmm. And everybody's asking, well, what happens to the casino follow-up bills? Well, with Hosoda not in charge of, of what gets said at the general meeting, mm -hmm. oh, sure, he can talk at the general meeting. Anybody can. But the chairman is no longer the, the point man for that right. movement. How these IR integrated resorts will get, finally get approved even after the Yokohama election, where the, the supporter of the IR mm -hmm. uh, won, uh, Mayor Hayashi won re-election. Uh, nevertheless, it's going to change that aspect of Abenomics right. that a lot of international observers have been keeping an eye on. Well, I think it's very clever of the prime minister, and it's probably not just the prime minister. I mean, it's, it's other people that are in his, his inner circle are parsing this out because as, as we look at it, as you examine it, it does help you understand what the priorities are. And probably the first priority for this prime minister right now is circle the wagons, let's keep it nice and tight, let's keep it polished, and let's do our job so that we can bring these numbers up, you know, methodically and, and, and slowly so that we can continue the, uh, the Abe march. Yeah, it, it, the ideologues, the persons that were pushing constitutional revision have all been pushed into still status, high status positions, but they're nowhere near the decision-making process. And Mr. Abe himself has said, uh, post the, the announcement, constitutional revision is not a major priority right. for the fall. Right. And that's what was supposed to be the PR buildup for his re-election. The whole, this sure. whole business of him with the fast announcement, these are the issues that I'd like to see when he did that on Constitution Day to the, the, uh, the hand-picked audience of the Nippon Kaigi mm -hmm. in that video, this was all supposed to be a big PR push, winning him a third term in office, changing the Constitution, placing his, his flag in, right. in, in history. He's, he's, he's really done something that no one else could do. No, 
not not really. Mm-hmm. Let's just let, let let me just be in, be prime minister. That's fine for me. You know, one of the things that I thought was really great of him is he was on TV all day Saturday, all day Sunday. He hit all of the networks. He hit all of the programs. He was on NHK, and he's out there and he's talking mm-hmm. and he's taking the hits. Kake Gakuin and Moritomo, it won't go away. How much weight does that have dragging him down continually now? Can it be resolved? Can he can he kind of put that behind him and put it to bed. Some other documents surfaced over the weekend too. Yeah, but the thing is, I, I mean, I, I agree with the, the general gist that the idea that he'll be back up in the 50% range in terms of his cabinet support numbers is farcical. What I see is that he's going to fight for the 30 to 40% support range. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's going to be comfortable, maybe going up a few points above 40 but no, we're not going to see that high level of support that we saw before. The, no, the, the internal dynamics of the numbers are still the same. Those who support him support him more than half of the time because they see no alternative. Right. And we have Koike as the alternative appearing on the side and just, out, just beyond their, their view. But she's there. Right. Uh, that there is an alternative. Though the DP, the Democratic Party, is prostrate on the floor, it's trying to pick a new leader. Hosono Goshi has told the party that I'm leaving. Didn't tell, right. it, didn't tell his supporters that, but that's and just, just classic. Kind of flew out of his mouth, didn't the, it? The cl- that's classic Hosono timing completely off. Uh, but they're prostrate. And mm-hmm. normally, when you have a, a, an opposition as completely disabled as Abe has now, Call that election, you know, put, push the party to recognize that you are the leader that brings them goodies. Are you endorsing that? I'm, you, not, you en- saying- I'm, I'm not endorsing that. And I, I think that what he's done instead by building this cabinet of power uh, and, and again, as you say, circling the wagons, that this is, let me, be on, let me mm-hmm. just <clears throat> persevere on. There, it's going to be tough but we're gonna make it all the way to September next year and then you can yeah. make, pay it past your judgment upon me then. Yeah, I think what he did with Kishida is really instructive because um, when Inada fell out, he made Kishida not only the foreign minister but the minister of defense and it only lasted for a week. But I thought that that was really a, a very clever move. And then when he reshuffled the cabinet, Kishida was gone and he was Seiyo Kaijo and he's inside the party now. He's one of the top dogs that are kind of controlling how the, the party is actually run. And that will keep him quiet and keep him, you know, p- part of the inner circle now. And uh, I, I think, no, I, I think that the prime minister is, is determined to get those numbers up past 50. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to look for an opportunity. And I think um, you might be surprised. I'm not sure. I don't think that there is the possibility of him capital- The history shows us, you're right, that... that Coming up from a deficit like that is just incredibly it's difficult. It's incredibly difficult. And also, how did he pull off his last burst in terms of popularity? It was by latching on very closely to the early weeks and months of the Trump presidency. Mm-hmm. Solving Trump, you know, flatter him, go visit him. First one there. Be the, be the first, be the, be the one who is effusive in how Wonderful your golf game is, sir. Right. I'm so glad to, I'm, I'm playing you because it just shows I'm a duffer. Playing to his worst instincts and winning 
some breathing room for Japan in terms of the Japan-U.S. relationship. Mm -hmm. And everybody, even his critics, said, brilliant. Mm -hmm. But I don't think there's anything left in that relationship. I'm certain there's nothing left in the Putin relationship. There's nothing, nothing that Putin is willing to give that, that Abe is willing to win. And so the foreign policy inflator is not there. Right. That's not going to push the numbers up like it did in the early part of this year. Jumping out of the tube in Rio was kind of nice. That was true, but he only gets to do that once. That's true. But he is a man on a mission, and he's going to look for these opportunities, and where they might come up, he might be in a position to gamble and say, I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to capture this one as my initiative. He's, he's tried that in the past. He's tried that in the past, but it, I don't see where the historical issues are. What, a rapprochement with, with China? North Korea? A North Korea, a sudden North Korea deal? Well, there, there's a lot going on with North Korea and Tillerson and overtures that are made. You know, if you just stop shooting those things up, maybe we have an issue we can talk about. It's a very difficult, and of course, Koizumi did have a huge uptick in his numbers when he made the dramatic visit to Pyongyang even though there was the backlash and the, and, the, and, the, and the aftermath of finding out that so many of yeah. the abductees were dead, right. uh, and that nevertheless, it did help. Careful what you wish for. It, it did extend uh, Koizumi's term in office in ways that many people probably don't appreciate. Mm -hmm. But I don't see anything that Abe can do. Consumption tax. Okay, there's another one. That's one where I think he's sticking it to Kishida. He's promising to raise the tax that is going to have a terrible yes. effect upon Japan's economic expansion. It's, it's just happened every time. And in fact, he's delayed the tax rise twice. Yes. And gone to the polls asking for the, for the people's okay of, on doing that. Now he says, I absolutely will raise the, the consumption tax from 8% to 10% on schedule this time, and... Why yeah. is that pushing it off on Kishida? Well, it seemed, well, Kishida's the policy guy, and it would be Kishida's, Kishida's job to fight... Make it work. Make it, make, it, make it sound reasonable and make members of the, the party say, yes, this is... We are behind that. Exactly what we're for. Looking for cover. Yeah. There's, there's no way to order. Uh, in, in the case of, I mean, the entire point of Abenomics has been, let's not be mm -hmm. conservative, let's be immoral, money splurging, devaluing just complete drunken sailors when it comes <laughs> to uh, economic policy and get the economy going like a big party. That worked for like six months. Oh, no, but it, but, but it, when one tries to think if there had been retrenchment, mm -hmm. if there had sure. been any kind of European style, no, we have to cut back on the budget. We have to we have to have hard money. We have to pay the piper now. Yeah, you know, that would have that would have really killed the economic expansion. And it is an economic expansion. We have more people employed than ever before. Well, uh, duh. And there, I mean, there, the ratio of jobs available to people seeking jobs is the highest it's ever of been. Of course. And there is a great deal of pressure in terms of it's either wages have to go up or immigration has to go up. One of the two, we don't have a choice here. Right. Uh, this kind of atmosphere. Which once, once again is this, this interesting mix with Konotaro's foreign minister and he's a proponent of, you know, increased immigration, yeah. right? 
and and this something might be worked out there, right. but all of this, he, he he is about to put. The, he's going to take the, the emergency brake, he's got it in fifth gear, and he's going to yank on the emergency brake to see what happens. Yeah, I don't know. He, he changed his mind the last time, just at the last minute. Well, we'll see how it goes. Inside Baseball, where we delve into the really critical issues, the Prime Minister just reshuffled his cabinet. That's what we've been discussing today. Please stay tuned.